بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا now today my brothers and sisters we will talk about the uh, the Sahabia Ramla bint Abi Sufyan the daughter of Abu Sufyan now Abu Sufyan was the chief of the Quraysh and he was a very powerful chief and he uh, couldn't possibly uh, he didn't imagine that anyone of his people much less his family would go against his authority his daughter Ramla uh, her kunya was Umm Habiba however she dared to uh, challenge his authority and she accepted Islam and together with her husband Ubaidullah ibn Jahsh she both of them became Muslim now Abu Sufyan tried you know all his power to try to force or persuade or force and bring his daughter back to their religion and uh, but he was not successful Abu Sufyan remained very worried and concerned and he didn't know what to say in mean, more than his daughter's uh, religion he was afraid of how uh, her converting to Islam uh, would uh, appear to his own people in Quraysh and what that would do to his authority among them how would he face them uh, because on the one hand he was supposed to be the enemy of Rasulullah and his own daughter he could not prevent her from following Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam so uh, when the Quraysh realized that Abu Sufyan himself was uh, against this and he was angry with his daughter and her husband uh, they also started uh, persecuting them and started treating them harshly which they would not have done uh, because of her connection with her father now in the fifth year of of um, rasulullah the risalat in makkah uh, he gave permission to the muslims to migrate to abyssinia so uh, ramla her little daughter habiba uh, and her husband uh, left for abyssinia abu sufyan and uh, the quraish were very angry about this and they didn't realize that how how did these people escape and slip through uh, their net and uh, they've gone off to the negus in abyssinia uh, and so they sent uh, uh, they sent uh, uh, amr ibn al-as and and other people to the negus in abyssinia to uh, to to get them extradited back to makkah and of course that's another uh, beautiful story of uh, of how jafar bin abi talib radhiyallahu who was their leader leader of the group of muslims who migrated to makkah how he recited the ayat of uh, surah maryam when the negus asked uh, him he said what has muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam brought and uh, when jafar bin abi talib radhiyallahu recited uh, the ayat of surah maryam then uh, the negus wept and his beard got wet he he wept so much and he said that what has been revealed to your prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and uh, uh, what 
Isa ibn Maryam preached, they came from the same source. So uh, he then, the Negus also accepted Islam. Uh, initially he did it secretly uh, and uh, became a Muslim, alhamdulillah. And he very clearly uh, ordered that the Muslims were to be protected. And he said, you are free to practice your faith and to preach your faith and to live in our country as long as you want. Now, so Umm Habiba radiallahu anha, uh, she was happy that this uh, uh, this long you know, journey of persecution was finally over. But subhanAllah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests. And uh, this is one of the most beautiful examples of how of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as a latif, the lutf, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the face of it you see something which is uh, uh, which is uh, bad and which is uh, negative, but behind that is hidden something which is uh, very beautiful and, and, and far, far, far more, far uh, better than what uh, whatever loss that you suffered. And so it was for Umm Habiba. Now, Umm Habiba radiallahu anha, uh, after this whole uh, thing with Negus was over and everyone was very happy and feeling contented, one night she was asleep and she had a dream in which she saw her husband in the midst of a very deep ocean covered by wave upon wave of darkness. And he was in a most perilous and most terrible situation. So she uh, woke up frightened, and but she didn't want to tell her husband or anyone else what she had seen. The day after that dream, Ubaidullah uh, bin Jash announced to her that he had left Islam and he had become a Christian. Now, Abyssinia was a Christian land, so we don't know what uh, forces were on him uh, or what persuaded him. But anyway, he announced to her that he had left Islam. Now, Ramla's Umm Habiba, peace was shattered. And she didn't expect her husband um, uh, to, uh, you know, to to accept, to, to leave Islam after having gone through all the difficulties related with being a Muslim. So he just told her, he said, if you, um, if you want, you accept Christianity or uh, I will divorce you. Now she could, she had a choice. She could either remain with her husband and accept Christianity in which case she would become an apostate like he did. And uh, so she decided that she's not going to do that. Or she could return to her father's house in Makkah, but she knew that she, that remained uh, a house of Mushrikeen. And uh, so she could go there. Uh, or she could stay alone in the land of the Negus in uh, Abyssinia without country, without family and without support. Now she made the choice that she considered was most pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and she decided that she uh, would stay in Abyssinia until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted her relief. So she uh, divorced her husband. Now uh, this man, he uh, became a, and that's probably how he got into it because he was, uh, he was a friend with wine merchants and uh, he became an alcoholic and that's probably what destroyed him. Uh, but eventually, after some time, he died. 
Umay Habibah Radhalana stayed in Abyssinia for about 10 years. Towards the end of this time, now see, this is very important to understand that it's not something which happens immediately. But towards the end of this time, something beautiful happened. Uh, one morning, bright and early, there was a knock on her door. It was uh, Abraha, the special maid servant of the Negus. Abraha was beaming with joy and she greeted Umay Habibah and she said, The Negus, uh, the king sends his greetings and says to you, that Muhammad sallallahu wants to ma- wants you to marry him and he has sent a letter in which he has proposed and he has appointed the negus as his wakil to contract the marriage between you and him. And if you agree, you are to appoint a wakil to act on your behalf. Now, Umm Habibah was obviously very happy. And she said, Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given me bashara, Allah has given me bashara. So she uh, took off her necklace and her jewelry and bracelets and everything and gave them to this lady who brought her the good news. She took off her rings also and gave, gave them to her. And in, if she, whatever she had, she gave it to the, this lady called Abraha. And uh, uh, because of her, to express her, her happiness. And then she said to her, I appoint Khalid bin Saeed ibn al-As to act, on, uh, act as a wakil on my behalf for he is the closest person to me. Now, in the palace of the Negus, in the middle of all that luxury and beautiful gardens and lavishly uh, decorated and uh, bejeweled halls, uh, all the Muslims gathered, and this included Jafar bin Abi Talib, Khalid bin Said, uh, Abdullah bin Hudafa, Sahmi, and others, and they gathered to witness the, uh, the nikah between Umm Habiba. Uh, the daughter of Abu Sufyan and Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the messenger of Allah. When the marriage was fine, the nikah was done, the negus uh, addressed the gathering. He said, I praise Allah Jalla Jalaluhu and I declare that there is no God but Allah and that Muhammad is his servant and his messenger and that he gave the good tidings to Jesus, the son of Mary. So he also openly accepted and announced his Islam. And then he said, Rasulullah has requested me to conclude the marriage contract between him and Umm Habiba, the daughter of Abu Sufyan. I agreed to do what he requested on his behalf. I give her a mahar of 400 gold dinars. He handed over the amount to Khalid ibn Sayyid, who stood up and said, All praise is due to Allah. I praise him and seek his help and forgiveness, and I turn to him in repentance. I declare that Muhammad is his servant, his slave, and his messenger upon whom he has sent with the religion of guidance and truth, so that it might prevail over all other forms of religion, even if the disbelievers were to dislike this. Uh, he said, I have agreed to do what the Prophet Muhammad has requested and acted as the wakil on behalf of Umm Habiba, the daughter of Abu Sufyan. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless his messenger and his wife. And congratulations to Umm Habiba on account of the goodness which Allah has ordained for her. Khalid took the mahar and handed it over to Mahabiba. The Sahaba thereupon got up and prepared to leave, but the neighbor said, sit down, sit down, for it is the practice of the prophets to serve food after marriages. There was great general rejoicing in the court of the Negus as the guests sat down and uh, to eat and they, uh, they were, everyone was very, very happy. 
Umi Habiba especially Radhalana couldn't believe her good fortune and later on she described how she was eager to share her happiness. She said, when I received the money as Meher, I sent 50 miqtal of gold to Abraha, who had brought me the good news. And I said, I said to her, I give you what I did when you gave me the good news because at that time I did not have any money. Shortly afterwards, Abraha came to me, she says, and returned the gold. She also produced a case in which, which had the necklace I, I had given to her. She returned that to me and said, The king has instructed me not to take anything from you, and he has commanded the women in his household to present you with gifts of perfume. On the following day, she brought me amberges and saffron and aloes, and she said, I have a favor to ask. So Umayyabha said, What is it? Ask me. She said, I have accepted Islam and now follow the religion of Muhammad Sallallahu Convey my salam to him. And let him know that I believe in Allah and in his Prophet And she said, please don't forget. And then she helped me to get ready for my journey to Rasulullah She said, when I met the Prophet I told him all about the arrangements that were made for the marriage and about my relationship with Abraha. I told him she had become a Muslim and conveyed to him her greetings. He was filled with joy at his news. And he said, Wa alayhi salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Subhanallah. Such blessed people and such blessed times. May yahdi illahu fala mudillala. May yudlil fala hadiyala. The one who Allah guides. Nobody can misguide. And the one who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala leaves to go astray because of his own rebelliousness, nobody else can guide. So another this story of Ramla bin Tabi Zufiyan, Umayyabiwa and her husband Ubaidullah bin Jahash, who was incidentally a cousin of Rasulullah is a huge, huge, huge uh, lesson for us in understanding this and also in, in understanding how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is al-latif and behind every pain and every apparent uh, difficulty and every loss of this dunya hides the mercy and the blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us to understand this and to be Pleased with us and never to be displeased. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.